Hey, what's going on, everybody? Welcome back to another installment of the B-Sides with K-Fonts. I am him, yours truly, K-Fonts. Welcome back to episode 37. I am glad to have you all back with me. Seems like every time I try to get rolling, something happens and I fall backwards, but it's all right because we're back rocking again. Um, I have some nerve damage in my left ear, so I've been taking this antibiotic that the doctor told me to take and just trying to take it easy. That's why I didn't have an episode for you yesterday because just trying to regain the hearing back. Um, taking those antibiotics as instructed, but just was relaxing and like just enjoying my day because I do start a new job tomorrow. So that was just in my head. But nevertheless, I'm back. We have a new episode and we get to talk about some great things in the music community. Not necessarily music because there hasn't been any albums out or any albums that I've been interested in, but we get to talk about people that make the music and just what's going on within the culture. Um, first things first, I watched the uh, interview with Lil Wayne, um, the I Am Athlete podcast with Chad Ocho, Cinco Johnson, Brandon Miller, Adam Pacman Jones, and a uh, gentleman, I don't think his last name is Crowder. I, no, I mean, no disrespect by forgetting his name, but um, those four gentlemen, they have a podcast. They usually inter they, um, interview entertainers or ex-athletes as well. Um, this week they had Lil Wayne on there. Um, it was good to see him doing an interview. He wasn't really talking about music. He wasn't talking about new music. He was just talking about him and his 28-year career. He uh, went in talking about Nicki Minaj, Drake, of course, in a good way, Tyga, even to some extent. Um, he brought a new artist named Euro. That dude is nice. He can rap. He's a... Uh, I think he's from New York. He has a real New York 90s kind of vibe to him. He's a sweet dude. Um, I can't wait to hear more work from him. But um, pretty much what they were asking Wayne is just like, how did they get to, how did Nicki Minaj and Drake get their success? How did they become so successful? And he said, um, I just kind of knew what it took to have them hone their own craft because they were already so talented. And I'm like, I can see that because he said he didn't hear anything like Drake before. He said, this dude comes from Canada. He's rapping. He said, he just heard a note and he was like, yo, you sing too? And uh, he was like, yeah, I can, I can sing too. And he was like, just don't change that. And now Drake is bigger than Michael Jackson. Drake is bigger than the Beatles. Um, so I thought that was cool that he just took that chance on him and he became this big mega star that's bigger, the biggest pop star in the world right now. Um, Cause I believe that Drake extends all kinds of just hip hop and rap. So he's just a pop star. He's a rock star. Um, as far as Nicki Minaj, her first, her last couple of years haven't been the greatest. Uh, she's had some personal problems after she got married, but, um, I just, I didn't get, I mean, I get it because I'm old enough to know when Nicki Minaj was the hottest female in the game rapping and 
then Cardi B came, Nicki Minaj just like kind of fell off to these like Gen Z kids. They're not really checking for her. But um, for me, always, even though I'm not signed, I can't rap, I can't do any of that stuff. Um, just anybody that's ever been in cahoots with Wayne, I'm just like, I'm for you no matter what, because this, to me, this dude's the GOAT. So if you see something in you, I see something in you, and I'm always rock with you. Um, pretty much for those two, I mean, if I hear a young money artist, I'll, like, hear them and see what they got, like, listen to them and see what they got. But um, I'm not really checking for a gutta gutta album at all. But um, I just wonder why that that was like how come gutta gutta never had that success or t streets or anybody else outside of new orleans of course but like nobody really had sub success in like my region in ohio midwest um everybody else other than nikki and drake were just south artists and i wonder why that was how come they didn't have the um national notoriety but um it was just good to see uh wayne and um they had a freestyle at the end and I thought was pretty clever like does he sign his contracts like that like I'm not gonna rap you gotta pay me like I I think he said in a freestyle one time this was like 2005 2006 um I know that I hurt and I will keep going but it's 200,000 a verse like so I wonder if you they gotta pay this dude $200,000 to just say 16 bars because Chad Johnson kept asking him, hey, you spit something, you spit something. Because they had a freestyle. Chad had an artist from um, Miami, where he's from. Brandon Marshall had an artist. Uh, Lil Wayne brought that dude. Um, I just, I, for, I forgot his name that fast, but it, it'll come back to me. But Wayne brought, brought his artist. And um, they all started freestyling. Even Chad Ocho Cinco and Brandon Marshall. Good thing they play sports. <laughs> um, Chad was like, hey, Wayne, you spit, you spit, you spit something. And he was like, no, no. He was like, I'm not spitting something. He was like, you want to hear me rap? And he did his lighter flick. And he was like, that's it. That's all I got. Y'all y'all got to sign a bigger contract for me to rap. So I wonder if it was one of them things like for a Wayne verse that's really $200,000 a verse, like he said back in the day. Or if the price of the bag even went up, because like we know, yesterday's price is not today's price. So it could be a half a million dollars for a verse from Wayne. Who knows? But um, that was just interesting to see. Um, dude's name was Euro, my fault. But yeah, he brought the guy Euro. I believe he's from New York. I will listen to some of his songs if you can find anything on YouTube or Spotify or Apple Music or anything like that. Just try to find it. Like a good, like, he's almost like a Benny the Butcher type. Just like a real street corner type dude from New York. So uh, if you like that kind of hip hop and it's just like nostalgic to you, I think you'll like this guy. Um, he is the future of Young Money. I would like to say they said they got all the uh, legal paperwork and all that stuff so now it's just it comes down to the music so hopefully we get an album from euro by the end of 2022 that'd be good to hear moving on uh our favorite um south side chicago and kanye west is acting a damn fool again per usual um saw some tweets between him and pete davidson and I mean, like, even though Pete Davidson's the funny guy and all that stuff, um, 
I mean, you can only be nice for so long. Like, I, after some time, I, I would start saying shit. Like, yeah, I'm, he was like, Kanye was like, where are you? I'm like, he was like, I'm in the bed with your wife. Like, I would say shit like that. Like, dude, leave us alone. Quit harassing this woman. Worry about the kids. What you guys had is over. Like, after some time, you got to stop being a nice guy. And I'm the nice guy, so I understand. But sometimes you got to stop being a nice guy. He's throwing jabs at DL. D.L. Hughley, that is, saying that he's broke, that he's a has-been, that he's a drug addict. Like, I mean, I don't know this stuff to be true because I don't know D.L. Hughley personally, but I wouldn't think so. Um, D.L.'s been rich since I was been alive and since probably since Kanye was a kid. So I don't believe D.L.'s broke. I don't know if he does drugs or not. Um, but he was calling them all kinds of house niggas and stuff like that, and D.L., is one of the first ones to stand up against injustice. So that was just something off the wall for Kanye to say, in my opinion. But Kanye is over here threatening this man, talking about, oh, I see you're in Calabasas, all this stuff. Pretty much like, I'm going to pull up on you. And I understand Kanye is from the south side of Chicago and all that stuff. But Kanye is almost like a global star. I don't believe Kanye is a tough guy. Kanye West makes... Dumbass looking clothes. I mean, granted, I do want a pair of Yeezys, but like, I'm not, I'm not a street dude, and I wouldn't wear that shit if I was a street dude. So, I mean, I don't believe Kanye West is a tough guy. Um, I don't know the man personally, but I don't think he has goons and all that stuff. But uh, pretty much, DL came back at him like, "Oh, you, you have. I don't believe you have goons because you won't." you don't have anybody to take you to uh, get your prescription filled and all this stuff. And I'm like, okay, um, we all know the dude has some severe mental health issues. And it's like, it's sad to talk about it or whatever, but like, if you don't get a handle, obviously you don't care. So if you don't care about you, how else, why would the rest of the world care about you? So at this point of just looking at this dude and talking to him like it was a breath of fresh air watching genius the past three weeks and just what he used to be. But I believe he's too far gone. Just like having so many yes men in this corner. Nobody's telling them the real deal. Nobody's trying to get a mental health, mental health help. Um, so he's just pretty much like a spectacle at this point, and it's sad to see because he's a really talented man, but this is ridiculous. Um, and I just don't see a good outcome coming out of it. I think he bought a house next to Kim Kardashian or something crazy like that. Um, yeah, man, it's just, I don't see a good, it's not funny, the situation's not funny. Like, it wouldn't be funny if this was a just a regular dude and his the wife wasn't beautiful and wasn't a model or nothing like that, or he couldn't rap or make beats if they just worked at a restaurant or he didn't have a job or whatever. It wouldn't be funny then. So why is it funny now? Um, I really hope this man gets the help that he needs. So we, so just everybody can move on with them, their lives. I'm tired of this dude being a spectacle. Um, that's pretty much all I got about that situation. But we are going to take a small, small break. I'm going to be right back. You are tuning in to the B-Sides with K-Fonts.
Welcome back to the B-Sides with K-Fonts. I am K-Fonts. Um, today was a big day for the uh, NFL with the uh, free agency signings and all that fun stuff. Looks like the Cleveland Browns um, let Jarvis Landry go today. They released him. Um, I thought that was a bad move on the behalf of the Cleveland Browns. Um, he... He had a lot left in the tank, and he came to an 0-16 team willingly to play for them. So I thought that was a shitty move on whoever's part. Uh, granted, um, they got a new GM. That wasn't his guy. That was uh, the old GM's guy that picked Baker and all that stuff. But, I mean, this man, you guys should have worked out some kind of deal. You went from having two receivers to having zero receivers in three months. Um Baker Mayfield's not your answer, but you guys are sticking by him for a new year, so I just don't know what's going on in that department. Um, granted, I'm not a GM in the NFL. I am not a uh, head coach in the NFL, but uh, some of the stuff sh seems to just be common sense. Um, I definitely wouldn't have moved on from him. Um, moving on to my uh, Arizona Cardinals, we extended um, a contract, I think, it's a one-year deal with um, Zach Ertz today. Um, so I'm happy about that. He's a solid tight end. He's been a solid tight end for since he's been in the league. Um, we got – we signed James Conner to a three-year, $21 million contract, um, extending his time in Arizona as our feature running back. I don't know how I feel about that. I like James Conner a lot. I love having him on our team. But um, he does not have any breakaway speed. So, like, once he's in the open, once he's in that green, he can get caught by a linebacker like it's nothing. So I think we should try to make some kind of move to get us a scat back, some guy that's at least 200 pounds because we have Chase Edmond. He can move, but he's 185 pounds. So I think that's why he was hurt a lot last year because some big linebackers hitting him. Like, okay, he can move, but once he gets hit, it's a lot on his body. So I hope we can get a scat that can move enough, um, kind of like a J.K. Dobbins or somebody like that. Um, see if we can get Master Teague in like some of the later rounds, like somebody that can move that has enough on their bones to where they can like put their shoulder down and kind of give the comp the linebacker some competition. Um, but, yeah, we got James Conner. My dude that I like since he became, since he's been in the league, Christian Kirk, he uh, went on to be with the Jacksonville Jaguars. So we do not have him. So if I have to put on my GM hat, I say that we stick with um, DeAndre Hopkins. Of course, that's going to be our number one. Um, we sign Jarvis Landry, make him our number two, and make uh, AJ Green our slot. And don't remember that Larry Fitzgerald is still a free agent. He hasn't retired yet. Larry Fitzgerald's just doing podcasts and things like that because he doesn't have to play football. But he is very much still in the NFL. Like, he hasn't retired. He, has, he hasn't had an official retirement. So if Tom Brady came back at age 44 for season 23, why can't Larry Fitzgerald? I said bring him back for something, for something. Like, he doesn't have to be the premier guy because obviously he's not that anymore. He's like 38 or 39, so he's not that anymore. But he can get you some catches. Jerry Rice was 40-something. So 
I say the Bidwells or whoever the general manager is, Kime, I think his last name is, somebody needs to get on the phone with Larry Fitzgerald and say, I, we can give you something because you're too, you're too important to the franchise for just to not be here. Um, we need a little bit more depth in our wide receiver discussion when uh that's what happened last year when um DeAndre Hopkins got hurt it was just over for us um AJ Green's not the number one so we gotta kind of find that thing we have to do the uh, more number four for uh us obviously he came from Purdue last year but um He's just too small. He's like five eight. He can run. He runs like a sub four two or something crazy like that. But he's not big. Um, we got Andy Isabella from Cleveland, Ohio. Um, graduated from UMass three years ago. Uh, came to play for us. We didn't, haven't really seen any production from him. Um, he's been pretty much just special teams. But other than that, that's about it. But I would like for him to get a chance. So now that there's an opening, I I want to see what we do during the off season, and. Just go from there. But um, it's a long off season, man. It's only the middle of March. We got until the first week of September. So it is what it is. All we got to do is watch it and let them work something out. I didn't watch the uh, combine because I heard there's pretty much not any studs coming out. Um, the most noise I heard from somebody was uh, Chris Olive from Ohio State. But that's about it. Um, so I didn't watch none of that. I'm just I'm ready for the draft at this point. We got about a month and a half. So uh that's about it. Oh, and uh March Madness, I picked uh not Gonzaga. I picked them in my final four, but I have uh Baylor University winning it all. Baylor against Villanova are my is my championship. I got Baylor winning it eighty five to seventy, so we'll see what happens. But uh that's all I got for you guys this week, man. Um I am going to go and enjoy some dinner with my wonderful fiance and get my mind ready to start my new journey, my new chapter tomorrow with my new job. So uh you guys wish me luck. I really appreciate it. Um I'm gonna start a Patreon just in case you wanted to throw me a couple dollars here and there for like a coffee or something to help me get new furniture. If you really support me, I will really Appreciate the support. Um, I appreciate the kind words, but um, revenue helps too. Um, I appreciate everybody. If you don't already and you would like to follow me, um, you can get at me on Twitter. That's K underscore fonts. That's K underscore F-O-N-T-E-S. Instagram is K F-O-N-T-E-S 91. Um, Facebook is just my name. Um and I think that's all I pretty much use. So, yeah, if you need to get at me on there, get at me. Um, I have an email address. If you want to talk about something specific, it is uh, with kfonts, W-I-T-H-K-F-O-N-T-E-S at gmail.com. If you have any questions or if you have something specific that you would like to discuss. Other than that, I'm out. I'm about to go enjoy some time with my lady, eat some food, get ready for our day tomorrow. So you guys have a beautiful week. Um, I will probably start having these podcasts out on Monday because my um, off days are going to be Sunday and Monday moving forward. But um, that is all I have for you. You guys take it easy. Take care and be blessed. Bye. Mm-hmm.